Okay, so I have a black cat, which you you're aware of, right? Yes. And, and his Frank. Name's, his name's Frank Sinatra, and he's Frank Sinatra. He's my guy, and um, and he has on a tux. Yep, and he has an Instagram. <laughs> what is it again? Uh, Frank Sinatra from Bed Stuy. Yeah. So plug plug Frank right now. So it's funny that when I got a cat initially, um, I I would always come across people and they would be like, "Yo, why, why, why you have a cat?" You know, anytime <laughs> I would meet women, they they come to my house, they'd be like, "What made you get this?" Like it wasn't even a like an animal. It was like, <laughs> "What made you get this furniture?" <laughs> why do you have this thing? Yeah, and it, it was always funny to me because it was always black women. Every black woman I met would be like. Black men shouldn't have cats. And I, I never understood where did we hear this from? Was this on like Martin? <laughs> on Martin. I think it is a woman to man thing though. Right. I remember when I first met you. Yeah. And I went to your apartment for the first time. And you had a cat. And I was like, you have a cat? Yeah. And it never, like, I don't even know why innately. I was just like, shouldn't you have a dog? Yeah. <laughs> but I, that's like, that's, that's incorrect thinking. But why why do people think like that? Like why is it well I guess maybe it's because a dog kind of looks like a, a a guy or something. I don't know. Something. I think it's like it's like it, male it's looking. It's like a stereotype of masculinity. Right. But it, and then the reason why I said I think it's a woman to man thing right. is because I have a friend and she's white and she was talking about how she went on a date with this guy and he said he had a cat and she was like that kind of changed things for me. What? <laughs> yeah, and I was like I used to feel like without realizing it I used to have that it's it's so unconscious that right. you're just like, so you're a single man with a cat. <laughs> What's that mean? <laughs> like, all of the animals you could have chosen. You and can, I love cats, which right. it doesn't make any sense. Right. I have cats, but I'm like a guy has a cat. You're now I'm different. Now I'm like, great, let's do play dates. But I remember when I first met you, I was like, why do you have a cat? So, so do you do you think <laughs> that's like one of the worst animals a, a guy could have like do you think it gets worse than a cat because a cat gets a reaction but when yeah. i was when i was a kid i used to have hamsters Everybody's like, oh, that's cute. Oh, you got a oh, cute hamster. But I was like, a snake. Wow, that's tough. A dog. What's his name? A yeah. cat. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> do you have a problem? Why do you have a, is something wrong with you? Is, is, is it an emotional cat? Do is you he have there for a your... mental illness? <laughs> He's there to make you feel better? I think it might be because cats are like constantly associated with femininity. Right, 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 right. And so for you to have a cat, it's almost like, which is this? I'm not saying this is right, everyone listening, but people might start. <laughs> don't get question. us, don't get us canceled. It's just I'm just speaking hypothetically, but what I think might be happening is people might be questioning your sexuality a little bit, right? Because you have a cat, which is ridiculous, right? But I think it's so ridiculous because to me it feels like a cat, a cat should be more of a man thing to have because it doesn't need as much maintenance as like a dog. It's more of a man than I mean. Okay, all right. <laughs> He's like I'm not gonna like make this a gender <laughs> thing, but like let's speak to the stupidity, right? Right. right. That's more you would think a man would have a cat more because of you don't have to take care of it. Going again in stereotypes, like you guys yeah. don't aren't good yeah, at keeping care up of with our stuff. Son, our children, you know, like and a dog requires maintenance, which women are nurturers, right? Right. Right. Stereotypically. Right stereotypically but then a cat is like for me it's it's so great because i mean two two days is like he's good like a dog you can never leave a dog for two days he's not so for a man it's like yo if i seen a man he had a cat i'd be like ah, that makes sense he's That's a practical you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> he eats tv dinners he has a cat like, and you love your cat oh he's the best he takes his cat to the groomer and everything yeah i mean he's just so cute and so nice he is very nice yeah it's super nice our cats had a play date I have a cat. His name is Liam. Yeah. And I took him over to Chao's apartment beat to meet my cat. Beat my cat's ass. <laughs> and my cat's black. <laughs> he got beat up. <laughs> my, my cat is the sweetest cat, but when he met Frank, yeah. and Frank remained very sweet, yeah. and like he was accommodating. Uh-huh. He's like, welcome to my home. <laughs> he takes his ass whooping in stride. <laughs> I felt so bad. Yeah. yeah. He, he He's super nice, though. He's he's right now um in the middle of healing, so he's healing from some shit. But healing, he's been, yeah. Oh, from that the yeah. thing you ever figure out what it was? <laughs> I I don't. I I I think it's uh. So Cheo's cat was having sex with a woman. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he pretty much was. Like I have a, a, a extra room and I Airbnb the extra room and it's a, a bathroom on the side of it. Um, so usually guests they you know they have their own bathroom, so you really don't see them. Um, so I had an Airbnb guest and I really didn't see her. 
But I also really didn't see my cat because he was in the motherfucking room all night, <laughs> all day. And then he comes out. With, with a STD and shit. <laughs> What's up? It's Nash Rose. And it's Cheo Williams. And you're listening to Mympathy Podcast in partnership with Three Springs Media. Season number two. We're back. We miss you. We missed you so much. Like so much. This season I'm excited about because we have a whole list of new topics. All new. And we're diving deep this season. We're diving deep. And we have some very special guests coming. We're going to have some cool guests coming this season. I think you guys will be excited. We really appreciate you all for sticking with us. And we welcome all our new listeners. Stay tuned because you guys are in for a real treat this season. <laughs> we're, we're we're helping him get back. <laughs> no, it was um. Yeah, but the the back to the stereotype on cats. It's it's crazy to me because like I have had people say they w- wouldn't date me once they found out I have a cat, and they're not allergic or scared of cats. They're just really? like you're a guy with a cat. It's just I I can't trust that. Really? <laughs> yeah. They didn't, they didn't tell you why. They said they just don't trust men with cats. What was your reaction? I was like. That's normal. <laughs> <laughs> At this point. But like the first time you heard it, were you just like It didn't make sense. Um what you, how do you not trust a man with a cat? <laughs> the funny thing is there's gonna be a lot of women listening to this and they're gonna be like, Exactly. Yeah. This is like, but why? I don't trust this nigga. There's so many and I think like it falls into one of the biggest stereotypes that I think men go through, and that's this idea of what masculinity is. Right. There's everything surrounding about if a man does this, he's a man. If he does this, he's not a man. If he does this, he's a man. If he does this, he's not a man. Like, um, Cats is a great example, but I was talking to this one guy, and, and I remember he said to me, he was like, I just feel like so much pressure being a man. He's like, women, you guys have so many outlets, even down the fashion. He's like, I want to paint my nails. But if I was, he's like, I, he's like, I dead ass want to paint my nails. And he's a very masculine. That's man. Some you real actually shit, know who it is. I'll tell you who it is after we're done recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I really want to paint my nails. He's like, but if I do that, people are like, oh, ooh, what are you weird? Or, yeah. Are you copying Tyler the Creator? And yeah, it's just yeah. like, yeah, because even when you said paint your nails, I had that. that it's like a cinch where you're kind of just like, what? Like, Wait, what? You Wait, don't do that. But like, what color? And it's like, well, does it matter? Traditional. <laughs> yeah. That's not traditional. You're going to paint your nails. But it was like, that is associated with masculinity, too. And and, and you, what's crazy about that is if you're a celebrity, it's the only time you don't have to worry about those things. Yeah, like you they're like, he's an artist. You know what I mean? Like, he's fucking, like, Tupac was hood as fuck, but he had that, that nose ring. That, is, that was a beautiful nose ring. You know what I mean? It's yeah. a beautiful nose ring, but I'm sure if he was not... Tupac the rapper, he might have got, you know, yo, this dude's weird. He got Maybe, the nose ring. Maybe, yeah, I ringing. think he made it okay for the guys who get it now. You know what I mean? You have a nose for a nose ring. I want to get one, but it's, uh, you know, I got to wait until my swag's up. And paint your nails. Yeah, no, the thing is, <laughs> I go get my nails done, and I hear shit about getting my nails done, and I do the clear paint. I oh, do yeah. clear paint. Your manicure. You know what I mean? When I get my um my manicures. Oh, how manicures. do people? But nobody well, knows. Well, women. First, <laughs> all right. We, let's not break down race all the time. <laughs> women be noticing that shit. Like that and, you have and, shiny nails. Yeah, you know I mean? and if I go into a place like uh Moe's Bar and Restaurant in downtown, <laughs> if Brooklyn, I go to a black bar. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that, but you know, I've I've had women be like, "You get your nails done?" And I'm like, "Yeah," and they're like. Mm. And then they're off me. Really? Certain I type of. I think it's great when a man gets a manicure. Certain type of woman. You know what I mean? Really? It's the she might hang out at most. Because <laughs> I used to get them done, and I would go to work when I was managing that spot. Well, how do they know it's done? Because they shine. They have a shine <laughs> to that shit. Because I have some lacquer. You know on what I mean? This. And that's the part that I like about it. It's like you. It's showcasing like yo i went and got a shape up i got my hair cut you see the lines right yeah i got my nails done you see the you see the you see the gloss girl you see what's happening yeah, you know yeah. what i mean and it looks clean to me he said you see the gloss girl yeah you know i mean that's probably why they're reacting because you're like you see this gloss you, know what I mean? you don't actually say that though, i'm right? shining baby. I'm shining. <laughs> shining, shining, shining. <laughs> you know but the reaction from people is like yo you can't you can't put gloss on your nails so i would imagine because I think it would be cool if dudes could, like, get black or blue on their nails. Just I've been seeing that more and more. Yeah, because people do it for shoes. You do it for style in general. Yeah, right. It shouldn't matter if you, I mean, you got girls painting this shit over their eyelid. What is that? Yeah. It's like blue, green, yellow, purple. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? I think that we both, men and women, are, um, you, you know, subjected to stereotypes. Right. But it just, I guess it kind of feels like women have more freedom in that. Uh-huh. But it's still, like, there are a lot of women, and I'm one of them, there are a lot of stereotypes I don't really care about. Like, shaving my legs is very annoying. I wish it could be, like, women have hairy legs. I'd be very happy. <laughs> I would be very happy. I shave. Uh, I shave. <laughs> I'd be like very happy. I, I shave with clippers, and and I've gotten called out about that. Like, you shave your legs? Like you should no, not my legs. Oh. That that would be terrible. What Probably, do you shave? I'd be the hairiest nigga on the block if I shave my legs. What do you shave? Like my stomach, <laughs> my chest, because it'd be fucking hair growing around my nipple and shit. I'd be cutting that he shit. He's a well-groomed man. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, I get my nails done. I'd yeah. be shaving my stomach. Yeah, you know I mean, you know, little, not all the way, you know. That down, but enough you know yeah. what i mean and otherwise you'd be a bear yeah it wouldn't be like oh you shave and i'm like you want me to just be like fucking a bear down there like you have a problem a with bit. the shaving too yeah I've, I've had people have problems with it yeah Jeez. yeah what does that make you feel like? like anything that just is you cleaning and taking care of your shit seems like people make weird? fun of they're like are you a man be like dirty stink it up let's take out the man and woman and are we humans aren't yeah. humans want to be groomed yeah. and cleaned yeah. well don't you want a massage don't you want to rub down this right. whatever interesting. how does that make you feel though like even certain dogs like i used to um me and my ex she 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 bought a chihuahua into our relationship, so I had a chihuahua. Yeah. I had to walk that motherfucker. I got so much heat walking past certain blocks with okay, that. Because it's thing. a chihuahua? It's a little chihuahua. <laughs> they see a big black man like, nigga, what are you doing with that shit? Yeah. That's <laughs> crazy that we're associating, um, like, manhood with nothing that has, like, with, these are like insignificant things. They're nothing. You're... It's like the size of your dog. Is it a dog or a cat? Do you have hair in your chest or did you shave it off? Like this is really weird. It has nothing to do with you as a person. Mm-hmm. Has that nothing was... to do with. It has nothing to do with strength. No. Like really. Yeah, you can throw that fucking dog probably sixteen blocks if you pick him up. Right. Throw. Like it's not physical. But I mean, if you, I feel like it's more manly to be so okay with yourself that you're like, I want a cat. Yeah. I'm gonna. G- Get my nails done. Yep. I'm going to walk a chihuahua down the hooded block in Brooklyn. Right? <laughs> and nobody's going to say anything. <laughs> no one's going <laughs> to laugh at me, point at me. No one's going to pull out a camera and start recording. Yeah, because real <laughs> real manhood, real womanhood, real humanness is being okay with who you are. Yeah, whoever you are. And a, you having a little dog, you're saving a dog regardless. Right. You're just saving a dog. Like, it has nothing to do with. This is a small dog. Less to deal with. You probably don't have a big-ass backyard for a big-ass dog. And it probably isn't even really your dog. You know? You're probably a dog walker. <laughs> walking one dog. Yeah. Making uh, a living. I was like, you ain't making that much. Now, you might be <laughs> You might be walking. It's a uh, chihuahua. It could be. Might be walking Jennifer Anderson's chihuahua. Right? That might be like, that might be a nice little check. Yeah. Or Lady Gaga's. Yeah. A thousand a week or something. Mm-hmm. It could be something like that. But like I, like I was trying to ask you before, like, how does that make you feel when there are these little things, like I know you're like, I got used to it with the cat and right. you're probably used to it. But like, is there ever any time where you feel like you're boxed in because of these things? Or is there ever anything you're, that you want to do that you you literally do not do because you know it's going to get a reaction? I feel like growing up, of course, like most of the things there was like, you know, you, you didn't want to do things because you didn't want to not be cool or not be in a inner circle. Right. So yeah. it, there was probably a ton of different things that happen that you know i i probably would have played fucking golf or soccer really? or fucking baseball but those are manly sports yeah but in my neighborhood it, it was like yo you play basketball or football oh, so now yeah. we're getting out of manly and going into like race yeah like, like what black people do yeah. Like certain certain black, well, maybe certain neighborhoods. Yeah, you know. So it's just because you did that to me actually. What? When I told you I was watching soccer on Sunday, and you're like, "You're black." Because <laughs> you got so in, in, like so uh, entitled with it. I I like soccer, Cheo. I was like, "You mean football?" I know. I was like, "Shut up!" I was you like, "Fucking I American!" Get off the phone with you <laughs> right now. You were really annoyed. With me. <laughs> I was super annoyed because I and I didn't get anything. I was just I was just like I watched my team play. Cause right. You asked me what I did, and you were like, "You're black <laughs> soccer." <laughs> But that is a stereotype for men. But what were you saying? Like you were like doing soccer or golf. Yeah, I just think like any any of the things that you know you might have as a like a a male nine year old kid. I might have wanted to play 
the fucking I'm trying to remember what was like people like um in terms of music. Like there were cats that were like playing the piano and stuff like that. Yeah. And you got made fun of for doing shit like that. Yeah, you had to yeah. do that shit at home. You hopefully you got a piano in your house that you could practice on because yeah. you weren't going and doing a lot of that stuff because your friends would make fun of you, you know. Um, and then you got older and it was the same thing. Like this is new shit now where kids are able to do what they want, yeah. and get their hair colored and shit. Back when I was growing up, when you was like nine and you wanted to do something different to your hair, you got made fun of. First off, you did it never happened. Your mom might have right. whooped your ass for asking to do it. <laughs> Yo, mama, yeah. can I color my what? Yeah. Motherfucker. It was <laughs> a different time. You know what I mean? Artists like Tyler, the creator, helped shape that for a young black boy. I think I don't remember the line exactly, but it stuck out to me when he said something like, Dye, dye your hair blue or something. Be yeah. who you are. I yeah. forget how it goes. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but you're there. He said something like dye she your hair. She was just at your concert. Be so who you are. <laughs> I became a fan after that concert, by yeah. the way. Yeah. He's he's really Killed good in, in like live performance. I didn't. Well, I a lot was of not are, prepared. Yeah, a lot I, of them. And, you know, he's outside of the box with it. So you would I was, imagine. I was not prepared for the energy. Because, yeah. like, a lot of his music is just, like, chill and mellow. And, like, the energy. I was like, okay, Tyler. Yeah, yeah when his fans are in a room. Yeah. <laughs> they know it. his fucking music. Yeah, he crushed you know. it. And I was just, like, pretending. I was I was being like you, like, just pretending I know the words. Chael <laughs> <laughs> um, 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 will mouth the song and not know the words uh, at all. At all. It's bad. <laughs> I've learned to stop, like, recording videos with me. <laughs> saying anything in the background because you can hear me it's not even not even somewhat like, subtle he's not even saying anything in the song uh, it's like nigga he said black i'll just be harmonizing and shit yeah but um like even with him like artists and shit like at one point in time, you couldn't be a rapper without being hard or right, gangster. Right, That was like 1999. That was a requisite. That was a requisite. You know what I mean? That now, was, yeah. now you can be 6'9", and you could be the nigga that got all the red shit on. The trippy red. Trippy red. Well, exactly, trippy I love, red. I love his music. You know, I actually do, too. He's yeah, actually pretty he's really good. You know what I mean? <laughs> but you, you couldn't be him like in 96 or 97 because you had Isn't to have this crazy? like crazy street cred I do feel like some people are going over the top now but that's just my personal opinion what? but like it's very open now yeah it's very open and they're really blurring the lines of even gender almost yeah wearing skirts and stuff people are still on the fence with that like what Kid Cudi was doing yeah, yeah. but so. again if you go back like who's the one setting all of these like narratives that we need to live forever like who who said dresses only for women like who yeah who are we getting this from did jesus come down and be like yo just so you know niggas over here no dresses i'm pretty just, sure like, jesus wore like a dress that's what i'm saying so like, it's not it's called a dress but it, i forget the actual term but it there wasn't pants. Yeah. <laughs> Niggas was walking around with that back no in the day. No offense. You know, no offense to the Jesus lovers. <laughs> nah, but, you know, and, and and then now it's like so like you, you, you got to have a whole press release about like you just wearing some shit once. And it's like it has yeah. nothing to do with you being a man. Um, Your dog ain't got shit to do with you being a man. What, what makes a or man a, a man? I know we talk about like being uncomfortable with yourself makes you like who you are. But like right. in your opinion, like. Just what makes you a man? Be who you are and and and, and try to be strong. <laughs> it's weird to define characteristics to a gender. Yeah. It kind of, if you really think about it, because at the end of the day, it's like we should be being human. We should be being good people. I know what people were telling me when I was a kid is like it, it had more to do with just not showing emotion and being strong, like pushing forward. That's a man. Push forward. You yeah. know, watch yeah. out for your mom. You know. Yeah. Do you think that like maybe subconsciously there's a fear or a possibility that if we blend, um, I guess roles too much that there, I guess there'd be no more roles and it'd be like feel chaotic. Like if men are wearing dresses and women are wearing dresses and men are wearing nail polish and women are wearing nail polish. And it's like, does that subconsciously change how a man will behave with women? This is just me just asking a, a random question. It's probably a dumb question, but <laughs> I think so. <laughs> well, not as dumb question. <laughs> I was like, "Is that a dumb question?" Am, am I? We're back with season two, and I'm a little rusty. <laughs> I'm like, does it mean we're all women? <laughs> Are we all many women? Are we becoming a new gender altogether? Yeah. No, I mean, I, I don't think crossing lines, I mean, because it's not going to be everybody. Like, everyone's not going to wear dresses or everyone's not going to color their nails. I mean, 
right now men can go get their nails done and get clear. And I very rarely see motherfuckers putting the clear on. Yeah. I, I can I've spot seen it the now. Manicure. You know what yeah. I mean? I can spot it now. I mean, I've seen near I have seen men do it, but it's not like something that I'm seeing most men do. And a lot of people don't even notice it. Like they don't know that you're getting your nails done. Some do when they see the gloss though. They're yeah. Like, uh, okay, pretty. You hear me? Like, you <laughs> okay, go, prissy male. You, you go pretty hard, huh? You know? <laughs> it's interesting, though. Like, okay, so maybe it wouldn't blur. I think that might be, like, the fear. Un- like, unconscious fear. I said unconscious, like, 42 times in this episode so far. But, like, unconscious. Unconscious is the keyword. It's the buzzword. But it might be some kind of unconscious fear that people think, like, oh, my God. I don't want you to be feminine because I'm feminine. Right. And then who's the man in the relationship? And it's, like, about redefining that, I think. Because I was talking to this other guy. Right. And he was talking about a stereotype that he really hates. Which one? He said chivalry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the one that... Yeah, that let's, let's talk I didn't about see that. that one coming. Because he's, like, <laughs> all of these things that I'm expected to do just because a woman's a woman. What did he say? He actually texted this to me. And oh, it we was need hilarious. He we said, need He was, like... Oh, he was like, if it's cold and you underdress, why is that now my problem? So I have to give you my jacket because I I watched the weather uh, and you did it. Is that a stereotype? Ladies, please don't cancel us for this one. <laughs> it was not us. That's not this. But is, it, is that a stereotype? <laughs> yeah. It's a total stereotype. It's like when you're on a date with someone and it's, it happens to be cold, you have to, like as a man, you have to take your, that's why whenever there's gay couples, I'm always interested, like, all right, who's the one that has to take the jacket? <laughs> and then you're doing it, you're like, which one is the man? Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not the, no, I'm not the, all right, nobody gets this jacket. We're just going to oh, put it on the ground. <laughs> oh, no. You know, but like, that's that's totally a thing. And every time I've been with someone and they have not dressed According to like what they should have, <laughs> it's freezing outside, and they just put a little. Oh, and you wore off. a sweater, and so now you got to be cold. I got to take my hoodie off, you know. What and is it, that? if it's raining, oh fuck my hair! Like I need to, <laughs> <laughs> I need to. I don't do have you, hair no more. Like, but do you really care about your hair as much as a woman does, though? If you just paid two hundred dollars to get your hair done, yeah. Did oh you sub- you don't yeah. have long hair anymore. Yeah, well, this is that's what I'm like. Not now, but yeah. like when I had long hair. Like if I went out with someone and it's raining outside, they will expect like, okay, nigga, figure out a way for me Give to get me my your hair hat. <laughs> or your hoodie or your shirt. <laughs> I've ran through the rain with no shirt on because. But would you have been like happy to see the girl that you're with look a, a hot mess? Uh, no, it's I, kind of an investment to give her your hat. <laughs> <laughs> it's an investment in what, like her in your attraction. Oh, I don't well, know. Nah, I think I'd still be attracted if her hair was wet. I would imagine it's going to get wet at some point. She ain't going to let you say that. <laughs> I, I I, just, I don't think that you, you it, it, sh- it should be one of those things where you, it's not expected, but it, it, that's going to be a hard, you know, people have been listening to shit since the 20s, so yeah. <laughs> it's going to be hard to change that narrative. Chivalry you know, is a stereotype. Standing on the side of the street. Like, I've been on dates with, with people, and... And the whole date, I was on the right side, right? And then this one block, I, I wind up on the wrong side. And they're like, yo. Oh, like near the curb? You know what I mean? What are you doing? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm just walking. Like, you got to be on this side. I was like, I've been on that side the whole night. What's the problem? Yo, yeah. you don't, shivery? Okay. So. I think it's impressive when a man knows how to want to walk near the <laughs> curb. Do you think that's, like, really a stereotype? Or is it just, like, it goes down to, like, kind of like nature as men are protectors or no? I mean, is I that guess. a stereotype? Yeah, too, you, you think men are protectors. Like some men are not. Right. I can't fight. I'm not protecting <laughs> shit. It's not happening. <laughs> I'm not protecting shit. I'm really not. I'm trying to get out of every situation without having to maybe fight or you know. That's another stereotype that you guys have to be tough. Yeah. And ready to fight at any point. And I'm black. And, and you're black and tall. Yeah, like you gotta be, be ready. To... People be looking at me like I need to fight the security guard in a motherfucker. I know. You saw what that security guard said, nigga. You're like I saw it. Yeah. Be quiet. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> the dude is big. Tell, <laughs> tell me no more. I don't want to hear anything else about it. It's, it's like, you know, and it's been like that for since white man can't jump. I don't know before that. Since white <laughs> since, man can't jump, which Richard, is a... Richard Pryor. I don't know. It's been some time. So Cheo can't fight. Good to know. Good to <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and that's great to know hanging out with Nash ass. 
She gonna get a nigga into a straight up altercation. That's not true. I fight my own battles. What you tell that woman in front of Brew? I forgot. She it was she was oh, okay. I I went to compliment a man. Right. Who was surrounded by women? By the he, way, not really. He was like I. There were women next to him, and he was like more talking to men. And I went up to him. And I was like, I was like, you're very handsome. And then his wife did not appreciate that. <laughs> she was right next to him. And she didn't look like she would have been his wife. No offense. I, <laughs> what does that mean? I just. She didn't look like it. She did, did it. They didn't match. Yeah, they didn't Some match. couples match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he was beautiful. Oh, so stereotypes on couples. I was they need stereotyping to match. the fuck out of them. <laughs> they need to match. No, because I'm, I'm telling you, Chaya, like, he looked like he looked like a model. Right. And she looked like she, his booking agent. <laughs> yeah. Yes. She looked like. Are you his agent? <laughs> I'm like, oh, are you his agent? Are you his mom? <laughs> are you? Yeah. She she could have been his aunt. I was just taken aback. Like, bitch, I'm his sugar mama. And that got like that got heated because. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know. I introduced myself. I what's her name? She told me her name, mm-hmm. and then I went to the fr- and then her friend goes up. She's like, I'm the best friend, and I slap bitches. Oh. Yeah. And I was like, well, I feel like if you were going to do that, you wouldn't have announced it. Oh. <laughs> and it just got, kept getting heated. And, that, <laughs> and There then, was alcohol involved. And then Nash came inside and told me everything while the people from outside were looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, so now I got to fight. Now I got to be involved in this <laughs> uncomfortable shit. <laughs> Niggas think that I'm the black guy that's going to come out like, wait, who says something? I'm like, I'm with him. Who says something to my homegirl? <laughs> Fuck everybody up out here. No, Cheo's not the one. <laughs> At all. I will sneak out the back door. <laughs> He'd be gone. He'd be texting you like, did you get home safe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you jump in that cab out front? I saw a cab. I don't know if it was for you. There's a lot of pressures on men to j- to be almost like superhuman. Yeah. In a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And again, like I said, I've said in other episodes, I think it comes from the fact that you guys are physically strong. Like testosterone, like even if you don't want to be like, I can't. Even if I could, like, hurt you in a fight, physical fight, and I don't know why we're talking about that, but let's hypothetically, you could push me across the room. Like, no problem. Probably probably a little problem. <laughs> I don't think it would be any problem. I ain't that strong, Nash. That's what you think, but against me, it's yeah. the same thing like that That swimmer, that trans trans woman. Yeah. Who, who <laughs> everybody's having a problem with because, like, when she was a man, I hope yeah. I'm saying this right, right. she was constantly losing right and then she she transitioned transitioned to a woman and now she's competing right. against women and she was like winning and people she were like because fucking testosterone yeah. <laughs> or whatever their argument is but i always say that like i learned i learned the hard way men are very strong <laughs> <laughs> a man squeeze your arm once nash ouch not an indian bird oh no i can't say that sorry guys i didn't mean any of her he meant I'm not even going to try to clarify it or get worse. I'm like, what he meant was <laughs> Southeast Asian burn. Hemi and burn. I was like, let it go. Nah. But yeah, I feel like that, that that's mistaken because if you guys are physically strong. And so we add on all these things like, okay, what would the strength represent? Strength means having a beard and a hairy chest. And strength means having dirty nails and having muscles. And you got to have a Rottweiler, not a cat. Right. It's like all these things that kind of ultimately go back to strength. Even when you were talking about sports in the black community, uh, subconsciously, subconscious, unconscious, my keywords today. Subconscious. Like, in, in the black community, I've experienced it too. It's like, oh, don't do that. That's white or that's 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 gay. That's how they would say it. I'm not saying you should say that. Yeah. But those are things that would be said back in the day especially. And it's really subconsciously boiling down to what makes you strong, what makes you cool. Right. And cool yeah. and strong are interchangeable. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I mean, just be you, and um, if you're weak as a motherfucker, it's okay, you know. And then even with the the, the trans swimmer, um, sh- she's like, who's to say that she doesn't have a, no testosterone more? Like, she might not have any. Yeah, you know what I mean, or not that much. That's, yeah, that's, I don't know the details like, of that, but I know yeah. people were arguing like, yeah. oh, she's winning because, that, and it wasn't just her. There was another sport. Right, well, that someone, that was, happened someone was trans and they were winning. Yeah, like, yeah, against, like crushing women, it. Crushing that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would imagine. I don't know the details to talk like about. Maybe, I could bo- Google maybe bodybuilding or something. I think it was bodybuilding. Bodybuilding. No, or it like, wasn't uh, bodybuilding. It was. Miss, Amer- Miss, like, not Miss America. Um, 
Yeah, I honestly don't know, so I'm just guessing here. Yeah, it was something, but, and I was like, oh, okay, that's a thing. Yeah. Um, and then the other side of like, I think it, I think it is the strength thing that that like men are strong and women are weak, which we're not talking about women today because we have so many podcasts where we can tune into that. Right. Um. So as always, focusing it on men, it's like the other side of strength is back to the emotions. Mm-hmm. I was talking to another guy, actually Tony, um, Stony Tony. From oh, poetry. Tony, yeah, what's good, Stony Tony? Um, he brought up a good point where he was like, Tony slid in them DMs, huh? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't slide in the DMs. We talked to each other in the DMs like I talked to other people, uh, that was such and a, like he talks to other people. That was such but a funny laugh, though. <laughs> he was, <Yeah>. um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> how are you talking to him? <laughs> no, but what, what happened? Um, no, he was talking about how, like, there's this idea that men don't need the time and space to like reflect or respond on something and that their emotions, either having emotions is like you're weak or it automatically gets casted off as anger as if there's not like a spectrum of emotions like women have. Right. And I thought that was a really good point because I'm guilty of that. Like, Oh my God, I'm super guilty of that. And I'm, that's something I'm actively working on is understanding that men process emotions differently. But you have them, but you process them differently. And sometimes it takes a little bit of time. Sometimes silence is I'm thinking or let me figure out First off, how silent, to respond to this. Silence for me is is I, I need it. <laughs> I need a second away from a motherfucker when you annoy me. I think you know that. Oh, God, do I? <laughs> so, yeah. God, I, you I left can, me on a bus. I can totally agree. <laughs> First off, I didn't leave your ass on the bus, okay? <laughs> I got on the bus and then you started like <laughs> What do you know? Okay. <laughs> Jay-Z said, I was like, you know what? And I was drunkenly what? trying to quote Jay-Z for some reason. And then Cheo hopped off the bus. Oh, she, because she, he needed she, silence. Yeah, I needed <laughs> fucking silence after fucking Jay-Z songs. <laughs> we had a whole argument on the bus. He's making a really good point. Yeah. I guess. No. <laughs> but, like, why do you feel like you need to need silence to regroup so much? You do. Uh, Because... I, I, I guess I deal with a lot of stuff, so a lot of things be in my brain, and I just need to step away, and I react horribly sometimes, like, in a moment. Really? Yeah, I'm, I'm mean. Really? Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> I've, I've heard that a few times. You're mean. And I'm like, I am? So now I'm just, I'm owning that. Oh, you were mean to me one time. Yeah. that I walk away, it's the best thing for me. And it could be for the simplest, like, it could be one of those moments where you're like, I need an answer right now, Cheo. 2.30 or 3. And I'm like, Nash, give me a second. <laughs> 2.30 or 3, Cheo, right now. <laughs> I did not say it like that. That's how he hears it, apparently. <laughs> exactly. That's all I'm hearing. I'm just, 2.30 or 3. 2.30 or 3. 2.30 or 3. He's like, I got to get off the phone. <laughs> it's like a fucking devil on the right side. 2.30, 3 o'clock, 2.30, 3 o'clock. And I'm just going back and forth. And I'm just like, I need to get off the room. Yeah. So, so I, I, a lot of men handle things that way. And you know what? I think one of the most um, <laughs> destructive things. We can't like scream and just yell up at a motherfucker. It's, just, it's not a good look in it anyway. And that gets chastised too. Yeah, you're like, a big dude just like, oh, shut the fuck up. It's like, <laughs> oh, no, I'm going to die. Like, whoa. <laughs> Am I about to get abused right now? <laughs> exactly. Is he going to punch me in you the face? You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's a lot of energy that sometimes we have to like, all right, dude, tame that shit, tame it. And that's know. very mature to, to recognize that and decide to handle it a different way. Yeah, and away. I think I think it's very destructive because, I mean, I've done this in the past, which I regret and I try very hard not to do. And a lot of women will tend to do this as well. It's like if a man gets quiet or he, he seems like he's retreating, we're like, oh, be a man and handle the situation. Don't Talks. be weak. Don't be weak. Suck it up. But it's actually really strength to acknowledge like – I am going to explode, yeah, and that's probably going to scare the fuck out of you, yeah. so give me a minute, yeah. and I'll come back, and I'll be reasonable. I'll come back and be reasonable and be recharged and ready to figure but out whatever we really need to That's really manly. Out. Like, that's actually being manly yeah. to me versus, like, let me just react in the moment. Yeah. Um, but sometimes when you do women, they react in that moment, though. <laughs> uh-uh, you're going to tell me, man. No, no, no. I'm going to tell you. No. Nah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, you going to tell me? <laughs> and you hung up the phone on me. I said goodbye. Right. Oh, God. <laughs> they don't hear the bye because they wanted the response. I've been there. I've been that person. Oh, so you're just going to hang up on me. I said bye. But I was talking. I was still talking. I was talking. Be though. a man. Be a man. <laughs> 
What do you think about the male ego? Like, what do you mean? Do you think that, because I think it, a stereotype, it's a stereotype, but I also think it's a reality um, for a lot of people that men have big egos. Right. Do you think that's true? And do you think it's a bad thing? I don't think it's necessarily true because there are a lot of men that don't have big egos. But I would say it's maybe a positive thing to have a big ego because maybe you're, you know, you keep pushing and you keep striving and, and, and you don't let anyone tell you you can't do some shit because that's the man thing to do. You know, yeah. you just push, you know, everybody, you can't do it and you can't do it. And you just, as a man, you just put your headphones on and you just push, you know, yeah. even when I talk to people about Kanye West's uh, documentary, everyone has been raving to tell me I how, love it. how he just pushed. Like everyone told him no. He just kept pushing. That's the best part of it. Did you, you know watch I mean? it? No, I haven't watched it yet. It's amazing. Yeah, I, I would imagine. Once my mom called me and was like, it was amazing. I was like, oh, my mom's on it, and I know it's really good. Yeah. yeah she, but every every other person I talked to, I talked to at least five people. I think all are women. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't, I haven't talked to any guys that, that said anything about it. Well, all the women I've talked to that watch it, they were like, yo, I have I didn't like Kanye, but I have such more respect for him. It does now that. Because he just pushed and no one wanted him to succeed or no one cared and you know they You would... start to understand why he is the way that he is. Yeah. And not to stray too far from what you're gonna say, but I really love that documentary. Right. Because I wasn't a Kanye fan for a long time. I've become a Kanye fan in the last several months. Right. Um, but you see him so big, he's huge. Right. And then to see him, like, there's a scene in that documentary where he's in the room with Dame Dash when when, when Dame was at the top of Rockefeller. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there's this girl playing her music, and he, like, Dame immediately wants to sign her. And then Kanye goes and tries to play his music, and Dame doesn't even pay attention. And in the middle of Kanye playing his music, he's like, all right, who wants to go to the next spot? Like, plays him. Oh, Plays shit. him. And that did not, like, obviously that probably hurt, and he had to, like, Kanye had to go within himself, I'm sure, but, like, to push through... That kind of rejection, yeah. like I'm a rapper, and people are like you're a producer rapper. He's like I'm a rapper, like he's like in, like incessant, like he insisted on it. It was just like he really captivates the value of believing in yourself because if he listened to anybody else, he'd still be a producer, a hundred percent. Watching it, you like they have actual footage of him being wildly rejected, yeah. and a lot of people go through that, and you. you and I go through that as an artist sometimes. I'm like, oh, people don't think this. So then I go through that right now because yeah. people know me for stand-up comedy. And now I'm doing music. And people are like, mm, you should take the stand-up. And it's just like, I'm not going to listen to that. But there are so many people who will. It's right. defeating. So yeah. it's like, it was just powerful. And imagine if the first 10, 20, 30 people, like if you look at, excuse me, if you look at like investors or people who are looking to raise money, they say when you're looking to raise uh, seed funding or just any type of funding that you'll probably get 100 no's. Yeah, you know what I mean? if if not more. You know what I mean. So you yeah. you 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 have to like just keep pushing, and and I think that like for a lot of men, um, you that's know, the ego part. Yeah, it's like we just we like you can't not have money, and you can't not. You, you, I, I've talked to women who've told me that um, if a guy can't afford like to go out, or a guy can't afford to like spend on a date or whatever, then he should shouldn't be dating you know and then that's the kind of like the kind of words that's like damn like i can't even date because i don't have a ton of money to buy your shit yeah <laughs> i can I, I can go out with you and in, yeah. in, in afford but in order to go out with you i need to buy your shit in order to like you know validate that it's i'm really, a man or something really taking out the human aspect of who men are yeah. it's really like you guys are being objectified by masculinity <laughs> If that makes sense, I probably use that all wrong, but I think y'all know what I mean. <laughs> We're making objects of you. <laughs> I I was trying to clean it up. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is objects <laughs> of you. Like replacing your value as a human, as a person, as a man on what you can do. Right. Not not who you are. Not well Can you stand up? Can you pay for this? Do you have a Rottweiler? <laughs> Are your nails glossy? Because I can't. Do you have a cat? Because I'm not coming over if you cannot, have a cat. Cannot. Yeah. No, a cat's a strength, though. Yeah. But no, that was a good, really good point about the ego. That that makes it a good thing. Um, I feel like... When you get through and you don't... I feel like you know, a lot of men have an ego, though. Like, that pride. But I think a lot of that pride comes from all the pressures that you're experiencing 
as a child. Like yeah, some moms. men won't even open up because of the pride. And it's like a built up, it's like a congestion of all of the backlash they got when they tried to be yeah. open before. Some men can't even ask for fucking $50 from their mom or dad or cousin or something because they're like, you know, I'm I'm an adult now. I can't ask. I remember when I went to college and, and I tried to, you know, ask my dad for some money. He's like, nigga, you in college now. You an adult. I don't got to give you shit. Right. It's just like. You know, you and actually then, needed help. And, and you then over help. time, you don't ask anymore. You don't ask no one. And you really need help now. Yeah. You know? And then you end up sinking. Yeah, you, you're scarred, and then you're all depressed, and then you're in a room screaming and crying by yourself because you can't even tell nobody that shit. Yo, didn't you send, was it you that sent me the clip of that basketball player? That yeah, who like, I went to middle school with. I used to play basketball what was his with him. Name? Michael Beasley. He made some really good points. And that's another example of like, he feels like he has to stay in this stereotype of toughness, but you can see in that that interview where he was like crying oh. that like he's he needs help. Yeah. He wants friends. Yeah. He he needs an outlet. He doesn't do all these stereotypical things that other basketball players do, like going out and going to the strip clubs and drinking or whatever he yeah. was saying. Yeah, he, he's uh, first. There's so many Af- so many NBA players that don't drink. I, it's kind of surprising. I'm like, damn, a lot of y'all niggas don't drink, but. When you are just propped up that much and you have all of that money and then you, I mean, I guess the lines of friendship are kind of blurred and, and everyone's ex- expecting, oh, you're a millionaire and you, you're big and good looking and you're an NBA. You should be happy. And it's like, no, nigga, that, that has nothing to do with being happy right. or happiness. Right. Like you can get like, I, I, I've seen happiness, right? Yeah. Where it's like one day it's like, yo, I had only $6 in my account. And then one day I'm like, damn, I got 10 K. Yeah. Right. I'm sorry, I ain't got more. <laughs> I don't have ten k seven rich. I have seven hundred thousand in my bank account, but I would imagine that the feeling is pretty much the same. Like you're still here, yeah. you're still living your life and yeah. all those things. So it's like even though you have seven hundred thousand in your bank account or seven million, or if you're fucking Michael Beasley in his career, he's maybe made fifty to a hundred million. You know, all the people around him are looking at him as like strength just because of the money, and it wow, has nothing yeah. to do with who. Like, who he is. Like, what he needs as a person. Exactly. What he values is happiness. And it was like, I thought it was beautiful in that interview. I wish I could. Do you know what it was with that podcast or whatever they were on? I, I don't know. But if you look up Michael B's interview, I think that was one of the biggest ones because he cried. And, and, and the guys that were interviewing him, like, they they really, really came across, like, you know, they, they yeah, were really there for him. Yeah, for and sure. I thought that was really beautiful because it was like, mm-hmm. we can get together. Cause it, they were, and that's when he specifies, like, I don't go out and I don't drink and stuff like that. He's like, no, we get good together, have our kids or whatever, play together. And I was like, that's stuff that you don't really see all the time. And this guy has been in the NBA for years. Like, we went to middle school together, so he's from, like, like we're the same age type shit. And he, um, he's been around... LeBron James, he's played on teams with LeBron James, played on teams with a bunch of motherfuckers that are stars, Dwayne Wade, all types of people, you know, and, and he's had like, I think he was in the NBA for at least 12 to 14 years, you know what I mean? So he's made his dough, but it just, it was sad to me that he's like, where do I go? Like, like, I don't know what to say, like, you know, and then. And then I went to high school with Delonte West and seeing that, that was sad too. Like seeing him on the side of the road getting beat up and all that. Remember that story? The, no. the NBA player Delonte West? I don't remember that. Yeah, they did a documentary about him and everything. The last I heard of him, um, uh, Mark Cuban took him to like some drug rehab program. And really? He was, he was getting better. But he went from being an NBA player, you know, he was, he had a couple of really, really good seasons and. You know, again, he played with LeBron James. There was some, like, backlash. I don't know if you remember, but there was a moment where somebody dated LeBron James's mom. It was, like, a weirdness. No. They say it was him. Again, I'm not an NBA, so I don't know what's real or what's not. But But they said that he was dating LeBron's mom, and and then that's when, like, it just (laughs) went the other way. Oh, that's that's (laughs) wildin'. (laughs) I can totally understand why that went the other way. How you gonna hit LeBron's mom? But the the, the sad after fact was just like, you know, it didn't seem like he had a lot of really good people around to, like, help him navigate, like, you know, his demons and whatnot. And I think as oftentimes when you're a man and you're good looking and you have money and you have, like, fame, people think you're supposed to be this super strong, you know. He's strong. He's a man. It's like, nah, this motherfuckers is brittle out here. Motherfuckers is sensitive out here. Motherfuckers 
are not the hardest shit. Yeah. You know? Just and then human. the ones that are hardest shit might not even be hardest shit. That might be just all exterior. I got 25 tattoos. I got them on my face and all that shit. So you think I'm about that life, nigga? Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> it's highly, it's such an impractical and unfair thought that a man just isn't supposed to have human emotions. If you are a human, even animals go through this too. It doesn't, if you're a living being and you're going through stressful situations or you're feeling isolated, you're going to have a reaction. It's going to affect you. You're going to be sad. You're going to be emotional. Right. And it's it's like, it is so crucial that we change that narrative and let men be human. Right. And stop associating. Like, I, I thought it was beautiful that he was crying because that's human. That's normal. How I think often do you see an NBA player crying? You don't. He <laughs> made a really good point. I forgot. He was pointing out the different people, like, who get made fun of. For crying, who was it? Um, I wish Talk I was about Allen Iverson. And there was another one, I guess. Oh, I'm, I'm forgetting exactly. I, I just remember Allen Iverson because he was right. A lot of people were playing Allen Iverson because he lost a lot of money. He lost over two hundred million, and I'm just like, how many? How many people you know who were like 21, 23, 24, who were making thirty thousand and didn't? save up or make a lot you know yeah didn't make the best decisions they paid their rent and they paid their cell phone and bill you're but coming from nothing yeah you know you're, what gonna mean? Blow it. you're having fun yeah. and you think all of these people around you approve like you know what i mean like these people depend on you and shit so you're i can i can see how and i can see firstly i think i wouldn't have went through 200 million i just think that yeah but i don't know but like, you don't know like if i'm spending and i have houses in all these places and every year i know i got 30 to 40 million coming my and way then the, i don't even know if that was even true or if that was a rumor what that he, he that he blew all his money I think well he, yeah well, it, was. it was true niggas and niggas say i have a sin but then it's like <laughs> they say he fucking he fucking couldn't find his car one day and just went to a car dealership and just bought a whole number shut up they said that's the type of shit he just, jesus christ you know and I was like, God damn, why can't I know a nigga like this? I can help him. <laughs> you don't have to waste all too. this money. I'll be there for you, my I'll nigga. I'll invest I will drive around wherever, 16 states away, come get you at the end of the night, whatever you need, nigga. You know, but like, yeah, it was it, it was ridiculous. It, I, I saw it too. I was I, in Philly once. And, oh, okay. and, and my dad lived near one of Iverson's places. Mm -hmm. And one day I saw him pull up and the nigga pulled up with like nine luxury cars. And, and he wasn't driving nine of them. <laughs> it's wow. like his his boys. You know what I mean? So, so some people don't want to spend, but then there's like that time when Tyrese was crying. He's still a meme. Yeah, he's still a meme. First, like the Michael Jordan crying one is it's still, still a meme. meme. Which I really loved. <laughs> I loved Michael Jordan. How he he like he made a stab at that. Was it at Kobe's memorial or something? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he definitely cried. At My memorial. brain is annoying, but he, he was like, and he said something like, "Now I'm gonna be a meme again for the next 15 <laughs> years." <laughs> Because I was about to say, the first one wasn't like for Kobe. The first one was for, uh, I think it was the Hall of Fame or something. Something. But he, like, that one's, it is funny. But it's like, but that one, like, his is like, the reason why it's funnier because it's like the context of his crying. But yeah. like, Tyrese was really going through something with his child. Right. And wanting to be in his child's life and all, whatever he, and like, the complications of that relationship. And like, we just laughed at him. Yeah. And by we, I mean society. Yeah. Because I didn't. I thought it was sad. Oh, I still think it's sad because I have brothers who go through that. Yeah. And it's a real, it's a real thing. I didn't, I didn't see his crying. I haven't seen it yet. On the, like, he was really crying on the I, video. I, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it. It was really, like, I, he I was, he was that. what we call ugly crying. Oh, like, no. He was crying from the stomach. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, but, but he was going through some <laughs> painful, like, stuff. If a woman does that and everybody's just like, oh, I feel for her. Let it out, girl. What, what is that man putting her through? A man, yeah, we're just like, buck the fuck up. Which <laughs> is just so, it's just so wrong. Oh. And that's another stereotype that men aren't supposed to care about their children like that. Yeah. Like, you're just not human. I think the overall, the overall stereotype seems to be that you guys aren't human. Yeah. You're not supposed to have human desires. You're definitely not supposed to want to groom yourself. Yeah. Get out of here. Not, not, not too often. And don't have emotions. Yeah. Basically, just be a robot with muscles. Yeah. And reproduce. Uh-huh. Isn't that crazy? It is. That's cr the other thing, though. Speaking saying. of reproducing. What happened? I'm guilty of saying this because I still kind of believe it. Uh-oh. Men, you guys Need seem a little hypersexual. 
hypersexual. Hypersexual. Why, why, why do you think we seem that way? Because you always want to have sex. Okay. And, and a lot of men cheat. Right. Okay. A lot. Not all, guys. Not all, but a lot. Not all, but a whole lot. <laughs> nice percentage. What would that percentage be like? Maybe um, 26%? This is my opinion, and I'm going <laughs> to stick with it. I'm going to say 98.997%. No. Hell no. Absolutely. Jay-Z didn't cheat on Beyonce, though. Everybody, they oh, made... damn. Shut up. You know what? You might be right. I'm, I'm clinging hey. on to the hope of Barack Obama. Barack, I was just about to say, Barack ain't cheating on Michelle. That's the last one, and we don't even know. He's just probably not busted. Who knows? <laughs> I hope not. Somebody's going to come forward in five years, and it's going to be a tell-all book. And, and that the funny thing is not every man. I, not every man I didn't man think Tiger is. Woods was cheating. That one surprised me. That didn't surprise me. What? That goofy nigga? He's not goofy. Okay. You think so? <laughs> just, I don't know. He just seems like a goofy nigga to me. He seems stuck up. Yeah. Like he, like he, he seems like a bunch of black men will walk into the golf course and he'll be like, "Ah, oh, these niggas." I'm going, I'm going to my <laughs> estate. <laughs> He's, I'm going to go over here with Chad. <laughs> <laughs> but all men aren't hypersexual. Yeah, yeah, that's about to. Yeah. I don't know if that's a stereotype. I feel like that's a reality. Yeah, I don't think all men are. I'm, I'm definitely not. I'm probably whatever that one percent is then. You're one percent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One percent or nigga. Even if you weren't, would you even say you were? You weren't. <laughs> <laughs> I just know I'm not. That's the Brings part. Brings us that... to another stereotype, which is the truth. Men are lying. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lying. I, no, I, but I, like, I don't know. Someone brought that to my attention. They feel like that's a stereotype. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it is because all men aren't. You know. But I'm, who isn't? I'm, I can't me. think of an example. Me and the nigga that you just talked about. We the two that ain't. You just need to get a hundred thousand. Wait, what more does hypersexual mean to you? Means you want to fuck all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, how's that supposed to be? It means you want to bake some chicken. <laughs> hypersexual is like all the time. I think that for a lot of men, um, sometimes, uh, new, like meeting someone new. Yeah. They're more hypersexual for new yeah. versus. Hypersexual no, once they're sexually involved with a person. That's a really good point yeah. because I will say two of my very serious relationships. Sorry, family, I know you're tuned in. Um, the first relationship I was in, like, it w- obviously, is you're excited in the beginning. Yeah. My sex drive has always eventually outdone the man that I'm with. Yeah, I and they're think, like, I don't want to do it all the yeah. time. I'm like, but you're a man. Yeah, <laughs> you're supposed that, to want to do pull it. Pull it out your pants, motherfucker. You just, you just rev up. Yeah. <laughs> do it. Yeah. And it becomes frustrating. Yeah, you guys, the, the thing that's funny about a lot of women, a lot, not all, but a lot of women, they they hold back in the beginning. They don't want to give you nothing. And like, you got to do all the work. You know what I mean? Like, I don't do that until three months. Like, you might even meet <laughs> someone like, I don't give head until I'm in a committed relationship. Yeah, right, no, you're doing all these things, right? And then you get in this relationship with her, and then... You go from, like, wanting to fuck all the time or whatever and her, like, running away from it. And then y'all in a relationship, right? And now she want to fuck all the time. And then you're running and away from it. And then you're running away from it. It's such a, I got to focus on other things. You know what I mean? I, I can't stand that. I, I just, I, I, I think that sometimes the beginning or, you know, when you have that, like, oh, my God, a lot of men want to have sex more during that time, you know? And then it's once like it's the like excitement, yeah. Once it's like, oh, you're my girl. It's like, but uh, well, what is that? I don't know. It's weird to me. <laughs> I <laughs> wish you don't even know. Yeah, it just I happens. W- I hate it because like you want to be more when you're in a relationship. You want to be more into like, yo, I want to fuck all the time, all day. But I really don't be wanting to, especially and you when don't I'm know like, why? Yeah, I just I'm I'm comfortable and I'm like, yo, there's no rush. There's no rush on us having sex tonight. We can have it tomorrow. We can maybe have it Saturday. Like, what is the rush? You're going nowhere now. Maybe Saturday. She's like, what do you mean Saturday? You know what I mean? It's like, who is she? I'm tired. Who is she? I'm tired. <laughs> like, who else are you fucking? I just what are you smoke. tired Can from? I just smoke a blunt right now? That's it. I don't want to fuck. Wow, you know, that's because some, cause sometimes sex is it's a lot. You it's not just two minutes. Like you it's it's rev up. You wanna do other things, you wanna bring it all together, you wanna smash it out the ballpark, you, yeah. you wanna do all these things. And then sometimes you just wanna quick, like boop, 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 boop. All right, I'm yeah. done. I don't wanna do all <laughs> that other shit. You know what I mean? And if 
That's real. <laughs> I think sometimes you be wanting to just like, yo, can I just jerk off and you just like, you know, get yours real quick or some shit? Because sometimes you just maybe don't want to do at all everything. You just you you're you're you just want the end result. You know? <laughs> you just want the <laughs> orgasm. You just want the orgasm. <laughs> you know, and this is your girl. This is your boo. Like y- y- y'all having such it's interesting. Like, it's like that with a lot of motherfuckers, like motherfuckers be married. Like Kim Kim K was like Probably she probably gonna probably come out with something soon and be like, "Yo, my last two years with Kanye, I wasn't fucking." You know, yeah, Th- that's the type of shit. But I'm sure in her beginning, they probably was fucking like crazy. She probably fucking like crazy P. Davidson, right? And then yeah. eight months and from now, stop. It always does. It just slows down I have because a friend you who just, just my one of my girlfriends was just complaining about like she she's like her, my my sex drive outdoes his tenfold. Yeah, like they started out like rabbits and now it's like he's always like I just I'm not in the mood. Yeah. Which is, you know, that kind of reminds me of. Um, this is a very old reference. It's gonna show my age, but um, married with children. Yeah. Remember, like Peggy mm-hmm. was always trying to get Al to have sex with her, and he's like, ah. <laughs> he was so turned off by it <laughs> all the time. Ah, gotta go up there with her <laughs> again. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting. So, I mean, I guess I was looking at hypersexuality as that initial, because I feel like men. You guys are attracted to a lot of different things on women, and yeah. it sparks. You can get excited easily, but well. that doesn't. It's not like constant when you're with the person, which yeah. is interesting. Sometimes men get excited about stupid shit that they know they won't be with, or or <laughs> someone that they won't be with because of the stupid shit. Like I have, I had a friend now again, guys. This is shallow. He's he's he, you know what? He's not even my friend. He's an associate. Okay, just so you guys don't unfollow us. <laughs> but, but like he being he's first off, he meets a lot of women because he's good looking. But yeah. he goes through fucking phases on shit that he be interested in. He be like, yo. I'm feeling all bitches. And this is how he talks. Guys, it's not me. <laughs> I'm feeling all bitches with dreads right now, son. Yeah. If she got locks or she got, you know, and then one day it was like, yo, I'm liking girls that got colorful locks, like <laughs> girls with colorful joints, son. And then one day he was like, yo, man, you know, all the joints I'm getting right now, African ball head joints. <laughs> the fat asses, that's what I want, son. Oh, goodness. So it's like he's, it's almost like he's going to a grocery store, yeah. you know, in terms of his dating. But he's so, like, sexu- he sexualizes the shit out of them. Yeah, yeah. Like, and it's a, a sexual thing for him. Like, yo, I want, he's not with any of these people. But yeah. then who he winds up with, he's probably not having that same, like, yeah, every, yeah. you know, put on his wig tonight. <laughs> but if he did, maybe that relationship will be better. But it, he still probably won't have that same like attention to like I need it now yeah. that he has for like random. Oh, I see what you're saying. Random, uh, it's like uh, the excitement of the idea. Yeah, almost. it's always an excitement with him. Like I've seen so many types of women, so many. I'm talking like he'll go through a tattoo stage where he'll bring only girls around with a million tattoos. Tattoo phase. You know what I mean? Then he'll go through like I want. Mixed girls, so all mm. girls with curly hair. Yeah. Then he'll go through like, yo, I'm only dating models now, and it was yeah. like, but then you see his girlfriend, or or when he when he does have a girlfriend, yeah, and it's nothing like any of that shit that he's running around That's getting excited about. That's interesting because it's the same and vice versa. A lot of women, the guy, the woman that the woman gets cheated on, the woman that the man cheats with looks nothing like the girl that he's with. Right. So I I, I guess it is like an excitement yeah. thing. And the girlfriend—it's almost like fetishizing. Yeah, and the girlfriend's like, "Yo, that's wifey. That's that's who I, you know. Yeah, I'm 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 not fetishizing her at all. That's that's why I'm not trying to have sex with her all day every day. But we that's do have sex. Really, and I think women we um we associate the man's desire to sleep with us as interest, attraction, yeah. value. Don't mean um, healthy relationships. Don't, don't mean none of that. I mean the relationship is ending if you don't want to have sex with her. That's how it feels. No, and 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 it doesn't it doesn't mean that. But oftentimes relationships end. They usually end. And is, you know, well, but a lot it could, of it could be a sign like, of that too. But you're saying it's not. It's not automatically. That's not automatically what it means. No, that's interesting. Because you, you got both sides of the situation. You know, there's well, so much to unpack. We went through a lot of different stereotypes. I think. I think. Something that helps the stereotype thing is just to realize that um, there's no such there's no such template for any person. Yeah. Just like we're all individually different, we're all different. Like even by gender, like if you take two men in the room, y'all are gonna be your individual people. Yep. I think we need to start looking at everybody as just humans. Just we're just human. And in one thing, I want to say too, um, especially like what we were talking about. Asking for help is a sign of strength. 
And if you don't believe it, think about how hard it feels to want to ask for help. And then you do it anyway. Yeah. Like, let's change that because people are suffering in silence. People are committing suicide. People are becoming homeless because the pride thing we were talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. Vulnerability is power and asking for help is a sign of strength. And I think that's something that men need in general, but especially black men, especially all men. But black men, I feel like, have this extra hard bravado or idea of what masculinity is. Like, you guys look tough. You're marketed in media as tough and scary and big and all these other things. And there's... All this subconscious, unconscious um, feeling that you have to live up to that all the time. Mm -hmm. Yo, random, (laughs) random as shit, but I just thought about this. Like, there was a time where I did stand-up comedy at um, this spot in Staten Island, right? And it was a show where Pete Pete brought me and the the little rascals out there, right? Who? Pete. Pete Davidson? Yeah. So, it's, it's Pete, like, hometown, right? We're in this fucking dome place. It's all these white kids. I remember walking in, like, being like, what? And at the time, Pete's, like, 17. Right. So the whole room is, like, 15, 14-year-old white kids. <laughs> Their parents are dropping them off in Suburbans and shit. And just like, <laughs> have fun. And Subarus, you mean. Yeah, yeah or Subarus. <laughs> I say Suburbans. <laughs> you know, just dropping their kids off and then pulling off, right? And they have beer, all types of shit in oh, there, snap. right? These kids are lit. So all of us are getting on stage. Jordan Rock gets up. Nico White gets up. Pete's hosting, right? Pete's he's doing terrible. <laughs> so <laughs> so the white kids are like getting getting angry and like they're booing him and shit. Yeah. And he literally all of us are black and he's the only white one. Now again, he was seventeen, so let's we'll give him a little credit here. <laughs> he literally said to the crowd, he's like, Yo, you guys better stop that before my black friends come and fuck you guys up. He said that. Did they laugh? Well, everyone laughed because we were like, nigga, we're not those black people. But that is a big stereotype. And just there, I remember that moment because I was like, yo, how you going to tell these white kids we going to fuck them up? But that's how people People automatically assume that when when you're black, they think that you want you you want that smoke. And sometimes you don't. If you You really don't don't want that smoke. Not even just you. A lot of men don't go out to fight. Yeah. Just like and just take it back to humans. Women, men, cats, whatever you want. You don't go out looking for conflict. That's like the last thing. And it's funny you said that because I was talking about this with, uh, I forget who, somebody. But I noticed like um, a lot of, especially like white bars I've noticed, will hire like a big black guy as oh, a security. Yeah. But like <laughs> as a black who we know that's not the tough guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's like overweight and he's not going to chase you. <laughs> he's eating fried yeah, chicken. Yeah. <laughs> but like, they're like, oh, he's big and he's black. That's yeah. scary. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not the one that's, that's not the one. He's yeah. actually probably the nicest guy. Yeah. He's going to let people in for free on the hey, side. Hey, I'm Sean. <laughs> yeah. How you guys doing? <laughs> but he looks you know, tough. So and like white guys, with, they're like, oh, yeah. this guy. And he's had to live with that his whole life. He's yeah. probably the biggest freaking teddy bear in the mm, world. That's an interesting point. You do. Like, if you're big and black, you... I'm tall and skinny and black. Yeah. So, there's something for that. But I can't imagine if I was big and black, like, just the energy you'd get. You'd probably get on the bus and someone's cursing someone out. And people are like, yo, you're big and black. Take care of this. Go do something. And he's like, I'm literally scared. <laughs> and then you get murdered. Aww. <laughs> you know? It happens to a lot of people, yeah. I'm sure. Big motherfuckers that just come up to a situation to try to help. Because yeah. they're big. Yeah. Oh, you're big. You come over here. You stop this. And it's like, yeah. there's a girl. Um, uh, Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking about something. This girl got punched in the face the other day at this bar. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, but she got punched. So in Bed-Stuy, there's this bar that just opened up, and it's a really, really dope bar. Mm-hmm. And it's a white girl who works there. So this one day I'm in there, and this, this black woman comes in, and she's yelling and shit, and everybody is like, freaking out right because yeah. she's like asking for change but then they're like ma'am you gotta go oh and was i there i think you were there i was there with you, you. There? that was yeah. my birthday yeah yeah hey, happy belated happy belated to you yeah, thank you thank you your birthday was last week so that same bar that the bartender that was there that night yeah that same bar um i went there two or three days ago and she was like chael you won't believe what happened i was like what happened she said remember that lady from that night I was like, yeah, the 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 black woman that was, she was like, yeah, she came in the other night and she was flipping out. She said, I, I asked her, I was like, ma'am, you have to go 
And she punched me in the face. <laughs> she punched the bartender in the face? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> the only reason I was telling that story was because it reminded me of, like, that night. Like, we got a couple of looks from people when that lady came in. Like, people were looking at us like, like Because like, we're black. Like, <laughs> get your girl. Can you help us? Can you handle this? Can you save I know, our day? I know. white people were like, please help. Please. <laughs> Speak the black language that makes this stop. <laughs> I don't want to give her change, but I don't want to tell her anymore. I don't want to give her change. <laughs> oh God! There's so many levels of stereotypes. Yeah. But I, w- I wish that I wish men had more room, just to be who you individually are. Yeah, I do too. You know, I I, <laughs> I guess you know what I am who I like. I, at this point, I'm paying the nail. I don't give a fuck. I'm I'm gonna be that. You should because authentic men. Are real men to me. Yeah. Anybody who's their authentic self, do what they want, is is the most attractive thing. Period. Swiss Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Please subscribe, guys. You know you liked it. You liked it. You know you loved it. No, you loved it. Did you laugh? You laughed a little bit. A little bit. So follow us. Probably a lot. Come of on, it. follow us on Instagram at Mempathy Podcast. Oh, That's Men Pathy Podcast. M e n p a t h y. That's where we'll be bringing you exclusive content and behind-the-scenes recordings that didn't make the final cut. And you know you want to see that shit. New episodes are released every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. Every single Wednesday. Every single Wednesday.